2023, the year that brought us Barbenheimer, and where Marvel tanked finally. Will that change? Who knows? And it was a great year for animation. We got a new Miyazaki, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and a Spider-Man, and so many others. And Greg and I are here to tell you all about our best and worst of 2023. Welcome to the list off. For the record, I hate streaming too, except for Apple TV Plus, where the hits hit. Biggest swing and biggest miss. A Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast. Yeah, I'll fix it if it comes. Yes, welcome back to the list off. A bonus episode about a Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast that flamed out very quickly and is now about the movies. And we so rarely get to talk about new releases that we figured, why not shove it all into one episode at the end of the year like every other podcast on the planet? Shoving it into your stockings like your good little boys and girls. Happy New Year. Happy Halloween. Mess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Halloween on Christmas. Ah, uh, yes, just like Jack and Sally. Uh, where are you? And I'm so sorry. I am in Edmonton, and thank you. Apology accepted. <laughs> um, where are you? <laughs> That's, I should have uh, said it that way. Um, yes, we are, we are uh, coming at each other remotely, as Greg is still... Uh, living his best life in Edmonton, and I am living uh-huh. my normal life in Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we did this, we were doing a Futurama podcast. That's true. Yeah. That feels like a lifetime ago? It does, yeah. Yes. It truly does feel like a lifetime ago. I wasn't married. That's true. Time. That's yeah. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. So it was before last summer? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I know. I can't remember anything six months or more ago. <laughs> I can't remember anything five minutes ago. Um, yeah. Thanks to TV. Anyway. <laughs> what are we laughing at? <laughs> but yeah, we're going to uh, talk about our bottom five and our top five movies of 2023. Um, with the caveat, as is always the case, that we haven't seen everything. Maybe this no. will change in the in the future. Um, there's a bunch of you know December shit that they like to throw out at the end of the year that I still haven't seen. I haven't seen Maestro. I haven't seen Poor Things. I haven't seen Saltburn. Um, I don't know. There's lots don't of shit. Don't worry that like that won't make it on your list. I know, but I'm just saying. So, uh, do we want to start with our bottoms and <laughs> like start from the bottom and then get there? Uh, yes. To the top. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sounds good. Because uh, that way we end on positive notes rather than uh, I, sadness. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I would love that. that but would it's be still great. fun to talk about these shitty, shitty movies. It is. It is. It's very fun to talk about these shitty, shitty movies. Um, so I don't know about you, but I have some honorable mentions. Oh, I do too, I, yes. I, I don't know if we I should save those to the mentions. end or yeah, dishonorable, that's right. I would say as far as the um as as the worst of the worst goes, let's get our dishonorable mentions out first. Okay. We can just kind of rattle those off and then move into the 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 bulk. The yeah. true lists. Okay. 
Um, so I have uh, four dishonorable mentions from 2023. Okay, okay. I've only uh, got two. One of them is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Okay. Did you know that came out this year? I did, yes. I, I forgot did. that it did. Because it's on looking. my worst list. Yeah. It's on my worst of list. <laughs> oh, great, it, it great. Made it. It's, it made it it's into gonna the top five. It's going to be in the top, top five. five. Bottom five, I guess. Made it into the bottom five, sorry. Um, yeah, okay, we'll talk about more about that when we get to it for you then. Uh, I have Bo is Afraid. Which nice, is... I like that this keeps coming up. Yeah, it's, uh, at this point, Wait, it's, it's more coming of a up disappointment. In the future. That's true. This is the That's first true. time on yes, Main Feed re- it's come up. We've recorded some episode where we've talked about it, but yeah. Um, I, uh, the more I think about this movie, the more just disappointed I am by it, which is ironic because the original title of the movie was Disappointment Boulevard. Um, is that like just too close to Mulholland Drive or something? Why I didn't don't he know. just call it that? That probably Selena, would have been more fun. Selena and I joked about how it might be because then it would be too easy to make jokes about it, about how bad uh, it is. And so they mm-hmm. changed it. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing that A24 finally put their foot down on. That's right, yeah. Because they clearly um, didn't put their foot down on anything else. Yeah. So, uh, and then I have Fast X. Oh, yeah. Dishonorable mention. I'm going to throw that into my dishonorables, Great. too. <laughs> Just a big whiff of a of a franchise that I have yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, a little bit of a banana ways. peel movie Yeah, on that one. Uh, and then finally, Candy Cane Lane. Which is a new Christmas movie with Eddie Murphy that um, is one of the weirdest things I've watched this year. So I have a question about yeah about that in general about like not about Candy Cane Lane because there's nothing really to talk about with that. No. But I mean like movies produced as Christmas films in general should they even be considered? Um, it's a good in, point. in a in like a bottomless or is it important to include one? in a dishonorable mentions year just to remind everyone that none of them are good yeah i mean like i would never put one of those like hallmark ones or netflix ones i never want to like consider those but i feel like this one because it was kind of touted like i saw it i saw trailers for it in major theaters when i was seeing movies it got a theatrical release i don't think it did but but i'm saying like the because they were advertising it so heavily as a new Christmas movie with Eddie Murphy, you know, like with big stars and right. stuff. That's why I kind of consider it a bit, bit of a different breed than the usual Christmas schlock. It's mm-hmm. just like pumped out every year. Um, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it wasn't fine. It was boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my dishonorable mentions, just to add to yours, uh, yes. 65. Ah, I never the, saw it. Adam Driver, uh, I, I, Fighting I, Dinosaurs. Uh, I saw it with friend of the show, uh, past and future guest, Ryan Reese, uh-huh. in Lethbridge earlier this year while I was there to do a show. We just wanted to go to the movie mill and hang out. We uh, we went, missed the first ten minutes of the movie, and um, and then he, and then we were just like, it does a little thing where he's just like, oh, this kid's dead. Okay, I get it. Yeah. I get his, I get his whole thing now, and the rest of the movie is going to be this. Okay, great. Wait. The, he landed on the planet Earth at the exact same time that the meteor is going to strike the Earth and wipe out the dinosaurs. That's our raising of the stakes. Okay, um, it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah, it sounds. Bad. It seems like I've it. Heard it seems like things. the kind of movie that's made for a trailer only. Yeah, 
Yeah. Because that's the fair. trailer is good. Okay. I don't and remember the trailer. Usually <laughs> so. when there's a good trailer, I would say that the movie's going to be bad. Because yeah. trailers in general suck these t- these days. Um And my other uh dishonorable is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh wow, that's on my top uh, bottom 5. So Well, let's get into it then. Let's get, let's, let's let's get rolling. Yeah. Uh number 5. Fifth yeah. worst film of the year. Yeah. Do you want to go? I'll go first. Yeah. I'll go first. I'm going to try I'm trying to give each of these like n- named awards. Okay, great. <laughs> um number 5, the Twee Award for testing my patience. Uh-huh. <laughs> Goes to Asteroid City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I knew you didn't like that movie. I didn't expect it to be in the bottom 5. <laughs> But I love Neither it. did I. But then I looked at the movies that I saw this year, and I've seen quite a few movies uh-huh. this year. Did do you happen to have uh, uh, while we're doing this? Do you have your letterbox stats? Uh oh, I can grab As them. So how many movies we're really talking about here? Yeah. Um. Let's see. I saw about fifty movies this year. Fifty new release movies this year. So that's what I'm working on. Release movies. Okay. Uh, 63 2023 releases. Wow. Okay. Good for you. Um, yeah. If you're curious how many movies I've watched in total this year. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. It'll show me on my profile here. Uh, 355. Oh, you're, you were so close. Hey, year's not over, my friend. That's true, yeah, yeah, year's not over. <laughs> year's not over. And I still haven't logged a couple, um, so add two to that. I haven't logged two that I've watched recently. Wait. So I only need, what, eight more to get a, a movie, or sorry, yeah, a movie a day? I already logged Maestro, why didn't it come up? That sucks. Oh well. Oh, you saw Maestro, did you? Yeah, I watched Maestro last night just to see if it made the top five because uh, I knew we were doing this. Uh-huh. Did it? I thought it I thought it might have... Uh, well, you'll see. Okay. All right. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was a... I feel like if it was a definite no, you would have told me. So that's why I was <laughs> I was curious. But now it's like, a, well, maybe. All right. Yeah. So, Asteroid City. Yeah. You'd put an extra S at the beginning of that uh, title? Yes. Absolutely, <laughs> I would. <laughs> Very uh, good. Very ast- good. Asteroid shitty. There you go. Asteroid it's, shitty, yeah. It's right there. <laughs> um, Man, yeah, we saw this one together. I, uh, d- Despite knowing that you don't like Wes Anderson, I was like, maybe he'll like this one. I'll go watch a Wes Anderson movie yeah. in theaters. And I mean, I, I was going in with uh, high expectations because a lot of people were saying it's his best film yet. And uh, even though I didn't dislike it, it would never make my bottom list. Uh, it's very mid for me, and I don't mm-hmm. really know why. Like, cause I, again, like so many people are like like so connected to it, and I was just like, I like a lot of aspects of the movie, but I don't yeah. like don't know if I like the movie overall. If that makes sense, I feel like it's dis. It does, yeah. Yeah, like there's as I as I said, like while we were in it, I was like, oh, the alien thing is almost a just a great excuse for the whole movie to exist. Yeah. 
because I found it so delightful, but nothing else really worked. It's it's the same problem I've had with Wes Anderson since uh, Grand Budapest, is that every movie feels flat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, he's, he's too exacting. It's too much of an auteur. There's no... For me, there's no differentiation between his themes and his characters and their voices. Mm-hmm. Everyone speaks with the same voice, and it's all very wry... And I am just, I, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Asteroid Shitty. Asteroid Shitty. There it is. So that's your, tw- uh, was it Twee Award? My, uh, the, the Twee Award for testing my patience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's fun. Now I want, I feel like I need to do that for mine. So, my number five, bottom five, uh, is gonna get the award for Biggest Swing and Biggest Miss. Okay. And I don't think you've seen this movie, so I don't know how much I can talk about it, but it's called Hypnotic. Oh, Robert Rodriguez joke. Yeah, it's a new Robert Rodriguez movie with Ben Affleck. Um, ben Affleck doing a growly Batman voice throughout the movie for some reason. Mm. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's got a huge swing. It does. Um, that is almost impressive. Uh-huh. But then it's not. Oh, because it kind of—it's almost like it's—it's it's a huge swing, and they just don't stop swinging. And you're like, no, no hold on, please stop. <laughs> this is too much. You're going too far with this. Um, like a batter who just keeps swinging after the pitch, even though it's already. I missed. get you. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I—I I mean, it's one of those movies though that's so fascinating that I can't help but still recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> just for the batshit insanity of it that you think it's some kind of rote detective movie and then by the end you're like oh nope this is something different and it's wild it's a streamer now isn't it like i could probably i have I no probably idea. get it oh yeah. that's right i have no idea that's where right. you can find it i hate streaming you're I've, you're unplugged. I've unplugged i've unplugged yeah yeah <laughs> to for the record i hate streaming too except for apple tv plus well, Where the hits live. False. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, Hypnotic. Well, biggest I, swing, biggest I, miss. I can't wait to see it now. Yeah. Because I'm I always in for a... <laughs> I'm always in for a Robert Rodriguez joint. Yeah. And I think his... I think his good movies, the ones that he was going to make, have already been made. And I think yeah. he has nothing but crazy trash <laughs> in his future. And, like, Spy Kids 5 or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, number four. Uh-huh. The, uh... <laughs> the Fatigue Award for Things to Come. Okay, okay good. Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and the Wasp in Quantumania. Quantumania. <laughs> yes. Uh, a terrible, terrible, ugly shit film. It looks so bad. With a convicted abuser in it now. Uh, yeah, which one? <laughs> there's a lot. I feel like there's... there's all, Oh, the main... Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Jonathan Majors. Um, um, yeah. That that statement is just uh, so broad now. It's, it is so broad, you know. Like it's so, so many broad. horrible but, people. Anyway, 
but that's a that's the thing. Like, there's not much to say about this movie. Um, it just sucks so much <laughs> that yeah, it was I'm... definitely like one of the main Marvel fatigues for me. Which is interesting because then they came out with um, Guardians Three, which I enjoyed. Guardians Three is a lovely film, and then uh, Marvels, which I still haven't seen. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Hmm. We've seen Mar- it both eight times. Oh, you're right. The Marvels is the highest-grossing film of uh, the yeah. decade. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, it's surpassed in Avatar now. It has. Yeah, yes. It's highest-grossing movie of all time. Um. <laughs> Two point nine nine billion. <laughs> Some still trying to get that three. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It'll happen. It'll happen for a film. Not for did you know one. they re-released Oppenheimer in theaters for Christmas? I did not know that. Yeah, you can go see it right now. Great. I well, just saying. <laughs> it just it just made me think of like, oh, how is how is how is Avatar two going to make that uh, that extra five hundred million dollars? And it's like, uh-huh. oh, they're going to re-release it. They at just some re-release point. it, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, they'll make another couple billion. Um, yeah. Okay, well, my number four is uh, the award, the Leave I Alone Ward Award. <laughs> Zachary Levi Alone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's for uh-huh. Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Okay, I need to I need to jump in uh-huh. and and just get this over with. Uh-huh. I have the um the. <laughs> The corporate self sabotage award <laughs> for the DC situation, <laughs> and I'm just including Shazam and the Flash in uh-huh. that. I didn't okay. see Blue Beetle, but I—that's yeah. like Why everyone else. Yeah. Um, uh, the the Flash and Shazam are both included in that situation. Um, I guess we could also call it the Wonder Woman cameo award. Yeah, the. Uh, uh, Gal Gadot shows up for a day award. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about these movies for a second. Um, uh, yeah. So, do you have them on your list? Is that why? Yes, I have Flash, like the DC situation, Flash Shazam. Oh, you um, combined them. Well, I just combined them because I didn't have the Flash on there, and I didn't want to. Like, I don't want this to go unnoticed. How? badly a company shooting themselves in the foot that's fair and i don't think it is going unnoticed but i just wanted to go on record with it you know yeah let's talk for the record we should also say i think it's worse oh yeah um well (laughs) i know i know uh here's what i'll say Uh, uh, a couple things a still haven't seen aquaman the lost kingdom so you know keep that in mind could turn it around could, yeah, turn, could turn around could be the number one of the year um yeah. but uh yeah i had shazam at number four i'll just say i had flash at number one my worst film oh. of the year so. oh yeah oh yeah uh so had to jump ahead a bit there but that's fine um i uh it's just a it's a fascinating train wreck is what yeah. it is um but even the saving graces of the flash movie are not saving enough. No. And it's it's one of those things where it's it's a much wilder uh 
like disappointment, a much wilder miss than Shazam. Shazam's just kind of like bad, like just bad and annoying. But I feel like the Flash is more of an interesting miss. If that makes sense, but I still think it's absolutely, a worse yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The Flash is a more interesting miss. The Flash is, I think, a worse. I think it's a worse example, like it, as far as like, as far as like how the the superhero universes have like, um, have established these insane nostalgia trends. I think it's a. I think it's like the bottom of the barrel example of that, but I think it's it's fascinating badness holds it a just gives it the edge above Shazam, a movie that I really wanted to punch in the face. Yeah, but I guess I wanted to punch the Flash in the face too while I was watching it. Both films are uh, severely hampered by their leads. Yes. Um, two incredibly annoying people. Um, yes. And the thing about The Flash is there's two of them, so... Yeah, yeah. That's... Okay, yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah. And Flash is the worst movie. Uh, yeah. What's your number three? My number three is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, remember Rainbow Road? I do now. Let's go. Let's go. Green that, that That line reading... Had more energy than Pratt. That's true. Um, Wahoo! Uh, f- Fire Flower. Remember that? Yeah. Remember um, Donkey Kong? Uh, Bowser's Castle. Remember that? Cranky Kong. Remember Kamek? Kamek? Yep. Um, Luigi's Mansion? Is that in the movie? Yeah. I think I arrived 20 minutes late. Because I was just getting out of air, a far mm. better movie, and yeah. I just yeah. walked into Super Mario Brothers. Um, the reason I'm not saying a lot about this movie and I just saying things that it. were in it is because that's basically what the movie is. Is that's the no whole substance. movie? It's just, yeah. hey, this is a thing from the Mario franchise, and you go, Peach? "Mm-hmm, that's true." And and you're like watching, you're like, "And what are you going to say about it?" It's like, I don't know. You like it, right? I, sometimes I don't know. <laughs> eat up, piggy. Yeah, eat up. Yum yum yum. Oink oink. Um, <laughs> you little content yeah. gobblers. I was just so. Yeah, it's it's just a fucking dumb, annoying movie that's made a billion dollars. So we're all cheddar goblins. We are, and I always will be. Mm-hmm. Scarf, scarf. Um, okay. Oh yeah, so I guess the award for that one, Super Mario Brothers movie, is uh, the um, Member Berry Award. Oh yeah, oh good, good, yeah. good award, yes, yeah. <laughs> very good. <laughs> uh, um, number three I'll for give you. you. Oh, mine was the 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 corporate self sabotage right, award okay, for the... the DC situation. Gotcha, um, gotcha. I'll go on to number two yep. for myself. Um, Number two, this movie looks like a poo award. <laughs> Goes to The Little Mermaid. Uh, never even watched it. I'm sure yeah, it would I be in my it. bottom if I did. <laughs> I watched it. It's so bad. Why would you it's do so that bad. to yourself? Uh, because I wanted to know about the scuttlebutt. 
Uh, that's true. You do get to know about the scuttlebutt if you watch that movie. Yeah, I mean, we talked about Aquafina and their uh, extremely annoying career. <laughs> yeah, already. Um, yeah, but in the farewell episode, yeah, yeah, uh, and it's even more annoying because you know she has a a performance like that in her, and probably many more. They're just not letting her do it, or she's not actively seeking it out. Yes. You know, and I mean, like, she might be doing interesting work on her show, Nora from Queens, but it's a TV show, and who cares? <laughs> exactly. Um, no one likes or wants TV. Yeah. Not even TV wants TV. Um, yeah, so that's that's my number two. I don't really have anything to say about it, except that it's a Disney live-action remake, and it's bad. What are you, like... Yeah, what, what are you else, expecting at What this else point? do you want from me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, what, what about you? to stop going to these things. Yes, they need to stop going. Uh, I just watched it because I still have Disney Plus for whatever reason. Yeah, why not? Why not watch it on streaming if you still do that like an yeah. idiot? But yeah, thank you. <laughs> but don't go see these things in theaters. You're just get, sending the wrong message to Disney. You're saying, we like this. Give us more oink, oink, oink. <laughs> and we don't. You know that you don't. We'll- we're little piggies. We want your slop. <laughs> Throw it in our troughs. Yum, yum, yum. I'm so glad we're doing these first. <laughs> I would hate to end like this. Right? Um, okay, number two for me um, is the uh, Why Did You Do This Award. Mm. Uh, and this is for the Exorcist Believer. Exorcist Believer. That's my number one. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> a movie that we also saw in theaters <laughs> we sure did why did we do it i don't know we thought maybe know. it'd be good it was something fun to do on a saturday night yeah allegedly allegedly no There's... it was a tuesday because i had it off great so at remember. least we got the tuesday discount uh-huh yeah yeah um yeah. I think, if I remember correctly, the best part about that movie was the poutine I had. Oh, totally. And yes. to be honest, the poutine wasn't great. <laughs> no, but you know, it's it was pretty it's mid. Really but hard to fuck compared up. to that movie. It was delicious. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. What a boring ass movie. Um, that movie's a boring, and b they um they they kill the kid without any real reason behind it or. Or um, it's supposed to be a of, like a, a cautionary tale, a life lesson, whatever. But it does but not ring w- like that way at all. It just feels like yeah. cruelty for cruelty's sake. It uh, feels the same way in this movie that I just watched called The Host, the Bong Joon Ho film. Oh yeah, um, I remember liking and that, that movie. One. That movie gets uh, one and a half stars because they killed the kid. <laughs> well. As we when learned in the Conjuring some... episode, I would prefer if they killed the kids. So. Yes, clearly. <laughs> you got five daughters, you don't need that many. You don't That's need Alan's. Come on. That's Alan's opinion. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, I haven't seen the host in a long time, so I can't speak mm-hmm. much to it. But I remember enjoying it. But mm-hmm. I didn't remember a kid died, so there you go. That's how much how memorable it has been. <laughs> the wrong kid died. Um <laughs> 
All right, and then my number one was The Flash, as already said. Yeah. Um, yeah. This gets the uh, Double Trouble Award. Two, nice. Two uh, bad things uh, equals bad movie. <laughs> two bad humans. I would give it the uh, Back to the Future Part 2 Award for learning the wrong lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when he goes in the Speed Force, though? That's pretty fun. Well, that's in... Um... Wait, he does that? Doesn't he do... Isn't that the whole thing where he's traveling in time? Isn't that the Speed Force? No, that's the Chronosphere. It's mm. fucking dumb. I know. What a dumb movie. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he, like, he goes into Scorpion the Speed King, Force. Scorpion King-esque uh, oh, yeah. CGI. Like, we meant uh, to do that, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's intentional. It's a, it's a stylistic it's choice. Michael Keaton's in that movie. Isn't that sad? That is sad. <laughs> he's you know what good he says? in two scenes of that movie. Do you, know what he, do you know what he says in that movie? He says a few things. He says, I am Batman. Yes. That's pretty good. And then he, he says, also says, You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Yeah. That's pretty That's l- Greg. Greg. No. Those are things it, he said in the other movie. Friends of the show. Give it a, it looks give it like, a point. <laughs> it feels like there's someone off screen, off camera, <laughs> holding a gun at him. <laughs> When he says, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Let's get nuts, yeah. Specifically in that moment, it does feel like someone's holding a gun at him. And it's the same scene as when he does, yeah, I'm Batman. Yeah. It's the same setup. (laughs) It's the same setup. It, like, pans over to him, and he's in the same spot. They clearly did on the same day. Yeah. They do get nuts, though, in that movie, so... Um, yeah, I guess they get nuts, sure. <laughs> it gets pretty nuts, when you yeah. think about it. The Flash becomes like a future Flash covered in shard, shards of glass or something. Yeah, they didn't even like have the now? courage to do reverse Flash. That's true. Which would have been, you know, at least a real villain. He runs backwards? No, the reverse Flash. Professor Zoom, Eobard <laughs> Thawne. I don't know shit about Flash, man. I don't care. Flash is it's the least his, interesting superhero I've ever. It's heard his about. only truly good nemesis. All right, I'm sure that's great. He's got a lot lame. of fun rogues. He's got a lot of fun rogues, but uh-huh. his good nemesis the is trickster. the Reverse Flash. Right? Isn't the Trickster one played by Mark Hamill? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, not the Joker. Yeah, if you're gonna get someone who's doing goofs. <laughs> they don't even need to be legally distinct at this point. They're in the Not same. The Joker publisher. or the Riddler. It's the trickster, nope. okay? It's the trickster. Figure it out. Yeah. He's a tricksy one. He's a lot <laughs> he less homicidal tricks. than the Joker. He doesn't do riddles. He doesn't do jokes. He does tricks, okay? Yeah. Pick a card. <laughs> he, just does he does close tricks. up magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, that's the bottom. That's the bottom. Now, That's let's get shit. into... Let's talk about the good shit. Let's dust off some gold and hand out some prizes for some good movies that came out this year. Of which, Absolutely. I feel, there were quite a few. I think it's a pretty good year yeah. for movies. I think, it's, I think it's a fun year for the movies. Agreed. Yeah. Um, um, so, do we want to ta- start with our honorable mentions, or do we want to go with... I feel like honorable mentions can be fine. I was going to say, like, it might give away, uh, you know, some stuff, but I don't think it will yeah. for me. 
Like, all okay. of my honorable mentions, I don't think anyone's expecting me to put in my top five. Right. Except for one of them. I got, I've got four honorable mentions. Oh, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, I, liked the mo- a- I liked movies this year. <laughs> I'm going to add a few more then. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to overdo just, it, but then there's Alan over on here. There. Well, because I, I figured it's just a brief, me- like, literally mentions, right? So we're mm, not going to mm-hmm. dive in depth to them. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, well, an honorable mention. Take it away. I'll just list them all off first, and Go you can it. comment on any if you want. My honorable mentions are Barbie, mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, These John are good. Wick Chapter 4. It's very good. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Not part one? Part Part one? <laughs> part one? Yeah. It says they so in just, the credits. They should digitally add a question mark to the part one. <laughs> now that they're not, they're dropping the part two. Um, I knew it. They did it too late, though. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Blackberry. Mm-hmm. Um, no Hard Feelings. Oh, good movie. Uh, Quiz Lady, speaking of Aquafina. I think this mm. is a great. Uh, this is her back to more of a farewell esque performance, and she's very. Then good. I'm going to watch it. Thank yeah. you for the recce. And uh, final honorable mention that just missed the top five, I'd say, is Oppenheimer. Wow! Yeah. Wow! This is awesome. I'm really, really excited to hear your top five. Yeah. Um, my honorable mentions are Barbie. Uh huh. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Part one. Part one. <laughs> uh, Napoleon. Oh yeah, I still haven't seen it. And the killer. Ah yes, the killer. Killer is yeah, it's it's in the top for me as well. Like like it, I really it, really liked there it. There was I've like seen it five or six more. Now. There was five or six more movies I could throw in honorable mentions, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and just to be clear, I I wanted to get those out of the way, but I would include Dungeons and Dragons on there. Oh great. Um, if um, I would also, in, you know, I should also include um, uh, Spider-Man uh, across the Spider-Verse. Mm, um, yes, you should. In there. Um, and there we go. Got it. Done. Great. Let's say number five. Number five. This is the... Um, I'm going to call this the award for trying to save comedy. Uh-huh. <laughs> And it goes to Joyride. Oh, nice. I like that movie a lot. A gem of a film that more people should watch. Yes. Not just because it's really funny, and not just because it has a four-way sex scene, not in a way that you would think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also because it is, it has genuine heart, and it does come at the right time, which is the hardest thing to pull off. In, comedy. in comedies, I think. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I was really uh, impressed by that film. I think it's really good. Yeah. It's it's raunchy, and it's fun, and I, I love it. Can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, my number five is uh, the, I'm going to say, the Bacon, Egg, and Cheese Award. <laughs> uh there's going to be so many animated movies on your top five. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. Yeah, baby. Yeah. It was a, it was a mayhem of a time. Uh, one of the... Shit, I should put that on my honorable mentions, too. Man, that movie what, fucking what are you rules. doing? What are you doing? Yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, I forgot about it. I forgot. Um, My whole top five is going to be honorable mentions you forgot. Um, all right. <laughs> it might be. It honestly might be because I love that movie. But yeah, I yeah I think it's so good. Um, I just the animation alone is like such a impressive feat. Um, and that's kind of what I meant at the top as well. How it's a good year for animation, not just good animated movies, but just like actually getting inventive and doing some wonderful animation, um, mm-hmm. in general and not just the Disney cookie cutter CG tangled bullshit. Um, that yeah, is to say it, there's it, also it, like, you know, elemental came out this year. I didn't watch it. I looks like it stinks, but. Yeah, it looks bad. Why would you watch that if it looks bad? I, I mean, remember Extra when Pixar was good. looked bad? I do. Yeah. yeah, I'm over it now. Yeah, Inside uh, Out yeah. Two looks pretty good. Sure, I haven't seen anything about it, so I don't know. I mean, given the trailer, that's not actually going to be a part of the movie. Mm. It might be the only part of the movie that they have animated yet. Who knows? Yeah, probably. Um, get that crunch in. Animators get to work. Snap, snap. Yeah, you, you hear that? That's your bones grinding. <laughs> um, yeah, and TMNT's always been, you know, one of my uh, top franchises uh, since I was. It's a always kid. been there for you. It's always been there for me, and unfortunately, they usually make shitty movies uh, from this franchise. So it was nice to see. Uh, I think inarguably the best Turtles movie ever made. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> the closest contender is the first live action movie and that's just, uh-huh. you know, that's nostalgia goggles, but also like it's it was the 80s, you know. They were made, it came out in the 90s, but it was made in the 80s and you can tell. <laughs> it's a different time. It's a different time. They did pretty good with what they had. They sure Making did. Giant Turtles real. Yeah, Avengers uh, Avengers Age of Ultron is basically the first Ninja Turtles movie. That's true. They go to a farm <laughs> yeah. to relax for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Remember when Age of Ultron was the most disappointing Marvel movie? Yeah, it looks great now. Yeah. <laughs> what a feat. It looks, res- it looks fucking restrained. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, moving into number, number four. F- Number four, the franchise award for keeping it going, keeping it tight, and keeping it exciting mm-hmm. goes to John Wick Chapter 4. Hell yeah. <laughs> a movie I saw three times in theaters. Wow. <laughs> this movie fucking that movie's That movie's like seven hours long, so you spent I know, like a week I know. in the so, uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Let okay. me tell you why. First time I saw it in theaters, I think, did we see it together? No. No? Oh, I'm, I might have seen it with Boathouse then. Yeah. Anyway, right. Selena um, went saw... with uh, um, uh, Ali and Camille, I believe. Oh, then we did. Yes, then I saw it with Selena. Yeah, but I wasn't Ali with. I wasn't with. No, you weren't. You so... weren't there. You understand why I thought you might have been. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so saw it there, and it was in the best. It was in AVX. It was awesome. It was overwhelming, and mm-hmm. that was great. I was like, I have to see this a second time in theaters. I went a second time in theaters uh, by myself, got a little high, fell asleep. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, well, that won't do. That stinks. I'm uh-huh. disappointed in myself for doing that. Um, then we were in uh, we were in Lethbridge, and Martino, Ali's brother, said 
he hadn't seen it yet, is playing at the movie mill. And we're like, dude, Donnie Yen is in this movie. <laughs> and he's blind. And, sure is. And, and then we, we went, and it was the best time ever. Because, you know, movie mill is the best. Um, movie so mill is, I, yeah, is great. I, I love that movie. I love that it's two hours and 50 minutes long. I love that they don't have to make another one if they don't want to. Um, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a really, I think it's a really great way to like, cause they, they clearly had enough ideas for two, two hour movies, but shoved them together into one, into one, one three hour movie, just in case Keanu didn't have enough in him for another one. Yeah. Which I I think was the right choice because the pandemic happened, right? And they that that put the kibosh on doing two at, at the at the same time. That's true. Um, so I, I thought that was an elegant way to get around that, and also the supporting cast that they bring into this film is just unreal, yeah. unreal. Um, Agreed. And it's so much fun. The movie's so much fun. Um, it's one of those old fashioned movies that if I had it on DVD, it would be the kind of movie that I skip to scenes. Oh yeah, you know. Like there's gr- and yeah, just so many great set pieces and and that's really what the movie's all about. So, um, that's my number four. Uh, my number four gets the um, new Christmas Canon Award. Hmm. Uh, as this is the new Alexander Payne film, The Holdovers. Yeah. Do you see this? This yet? is a great movie. This is a great yeah. movie. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Ah, uh, I I was so taken and so surprised by how much warmth and and just like care this movie is done with and um alexander payne's kind of hit or miss for me me too um and this is a big hit for me i yeah. think it's so lovely um i mean giamatti gives a, a a career a great career best performance i'd almost say um yeah he's gonna get an oscar nomination he might win it's possible yeah at this point yeah because like Killian, I think, still may be the front runner, but that can change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can. Uh, and like, I think the I think Oppenheimer might um, act against him in a mm. way because it's not. It's like it's a movie star performance. It's not a showy performance. Yeah, you know. And even though I think what Killian is doing in that movie is just as is is one of the most uh admirable and technically proficient and empathetic performances that i've ever seen it might just be too quiet hmm yeah that's you fair. know For whereas the voters yeah whereas like giamatti gets monologues yeah you know he gets he gets laughs he's got a wonky eye he's got moments to cry you know like mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a humanistic performance in a much showier way, but like it's also not it's not distracting. Yes. Like a um, like a certain music biopic performance that I won't mention. Uh, <laughs> wait, music like that came out this year. Hmm. Now I'm trying to remember what music It's Maestro. It's Maestro. Oh, because I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That um, explains it. Maestro. A good film. Quite a good film. I liked it. 
liked it quite a bit. I find the Bradley Cooper performance a little distracting sometimes. Yeah. Not all the time. I think he disappears into it a lot of the time, but the times that he doesn't are a little distracting. Probably still get a nom. I'd be surprised if he didn't. It's a very good performance, and it's a tough one. Do you think he'll get director this time? I mean, I there's only one... Uh, I mean, a, a nomination? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I think he'll get a nomination. He didn't get, he didn't get nominated for A Star is Born, correct? Did he like not? He, I, th- I, think he met, I think that was like one of the things about that movie is that it got so many noms and for whatever reason he didn't get best director and like a lot of people are like that's a that's a weird snub yeah that is a weird snub but uh he's not gonna win no. director um anyway holdovers great movie dominic sessa first first performance um i would love to see a, a oscar nom for him he's lovely in it. um i could see i could see him getting a best supporting um, All three of the principals should be getting. I mean, yeah, I agree. Oscar nominations yeah. for that movie. Uh, that's an easy. I think that's an easy way to fill out your palette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Divine Joy Randolph is the is the other lead. Um, who uh, she's lovely and another character actor who's been around for forever. Yeah. Um, I was reminded she was in Dolomite Is My Name um, mm-hmm. by some friends recently, and uh, I. Uh, that's a great that's a fun movie that i just didn't remember much about yeah anyway uh number three um number three my award for the um uh grows in your brain like a splinter Uh uh-huh goes to killers of the flower moon okay dang i was hoping for teenage mutant ninja turtles because of the splinter um yeah 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 i shouldn't have said that i got your hopes up um killers of the flower moon is a movie that i uh thought was okay when i left the theater um would not have made my list back in october when i saw it Mm -hmm. um and when i was making this list i went back looked at all of my letterbox logs and i was like i have not stopped really thinking about killers of the flower moon since i saw it and it just keeps coming up in my brain um certain scenes certain feelings certain just like actions that people take certain facial expressions shots just linger and that's the sign for me for a movie that i'm going to want to put on one of these lists because i know i'm going to think it's a masterpiece in about three to six months yeah so Um, that's here it is scorsese does it again yeah, I I mean I'm I'm similar in in that I, uh, I I recognized it was a great movie and I very much enjoyed it. Never thought it would make my top five, and to be honest, it still didn't. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's fine. I I I have no um, bad things to say about the movie. I just felt the ones that I chose uh, meant more to me. Um, totally on a personal and it level, turned out. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it turned out this movie has meant a lot to me. Yeah, that's great. In a way that I didn't think it did when I first walked out of it. Yeah. You know, it's a surprising turnaround. It's a it's a surprising turnaround. Yeah. Um, yeah, some, I mean, some career best stuff by a lot of people in that movie. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
another thing to watch out for your Oscar ballots, really. Like, I think Killers of the Flower Moon is going to get a ton of nominations and not win a single thing. I'm kind of thinking the same, yeah. It's going to be a Gangs of New York situation. I predict ten yeah. nominations and zero ten, wins. Tens and zero, yeah. Um, my number three is uh, the Lifetime Achievement Award. Mm. It's for The Boy and the Heron. Yes. Um, I'm going to say that um, my number two is the Lifetime Achievement Award <laughs> for The Boy and the Heron. Great. <laughs> That's yeah, Miyazaki um, dusts off his his pens and his brain and yeah. uh, delivers another incredible movie that uh, many thought um, would not happen when you know yeah. he said he retired seven times um, in the past. But and it actually felt real after the wind rises. Well, t- absolutely, the wind rises felt like a. This is my final film. Like when he movie. says it after Spirited Away, you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. No, no. When he says it after Mononoke, you're like, are you kidding? Yeah. Or like Castle in the Sky, I think was another one. What? That's or stupid. Or Howl's. Howl's Moving Castle. That's the other one. Howl's Moving Castle. So he says it like three times in a row, and you're just like, eh, old hat. Yeah. Wind Rises comes out, and he's done. Yeah. And it felt like he's done. It felt like a feather in my and to cap. To be fair. Walk ten off years, into the sunset. right? Yeah, I think Wind Rises twenty thirteen. Yeah, ten years before yeah. he he decided to do another one, and uh, or that it was released at the very least. I think this movie and, took seven years of production. Yeah, and it shows. I mean, there's so much care put into this movie. It's it's definitely a movie, and that's why like I gave it the Lifetime Achievement Award because it almost feels like like Miyazaki's greatest hits as well. Like it while does. you're watching it, you know, like a lot of stuff that he's touched on in many ways in the past is is there um but i don't know what i don't know what it was about this one because like miyazaki's i don't want to say hit or miss but just like hit or like i like it but it didn't affect me if that makes sense like there's certain miyazaki movies where i'm like it's an incredible movie i just it does nothing for me Um, absolutely i was that way with howl's moving castle for quite a while yeah um because i i don't know what i wanted it to be yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Um and it took me a very long time to be like, Oh no, this I get what this movie is now and I, mm-hmm. I really truly like it, but it still doesn't hit me as a as like an emotional thing. That's just an example. Yeah. I don't know if you have one specifically. Uh I mean Mononoke has always been the one that's mm. been the, the 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 closest to being a movie that I can really love and also the furthest away to like like it's just out of reach of my hand, but I'm also like I don't know. It's just been a weird one. It's the first one I ever saw when I was mm-hmm. like 14 or something. Um, yeah. Just like at a friend's house. Like, let's throw this on. And it starts so promising where I'm like, ooh, like a crazy demon boar and like hands getting cut by arrows. And like, I don't know. Like, And then it just becomes more of a Miyazaki movie, which like I, I respect in a lot of ways. But as a kid, I was like, well, this is boring now. Um, and every time I rewatch it, I'm like, oh, man, this movie's like all the pieces are there to be a perfect movie and just something is never quite there for me. Um, There's, and I felt I, that I, I was going to say, I, I felt like that, that you... danger with, uh, with boy and the heron. Okay. Uh, initially, but then it, it, there's, there's a kind of a turning point in that movie where I'm like, okay, I'm fully on board. What was it? Uh, it's once they get to the, 
um, the uh, Waru Waru uh, little spirit mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> that like that that happens, and I'm like, all right, you got me. Because like there's there's those uh, those spirit forests in Mononoke that also yeah. are like a similar again greatest hits right like yeah. like the waru yeah. are basically those little spirit guys again but they're the best um, this time they're smiling and they're like they they puff themselves up and float away and i'm like those are adorable give me one they're gonna go be born they're gonna go be born um they've but yeah had enough, so. they've had enough fish that they get to mm-hmm. go be born that's right it makes sense no it doesn't who cares no and then the and then the birds come into the picture and I'm like, all right, here we go. So as soon Some as goofy he, bird soldiers, for me, it's as soon as he falls through the floor. Yeah, I mean that's of that's the tower. The, that's the overall turning point in terms of like, oh, yeah. we're not in a grounded quote unquote reality with just a weird heron now. Now we're in a magical fantasy world. And... No, sorry, sorry, that isn't it for me. Mm. It's when he finds the book. Oh sure, yeah. It's when he finds the book because that's when I start to cry, and that's the and that's the crucial like that's the crux of the movie, right? Like he's yeah. It's when he decides I'm going to go find my new mom mm-hmm. because he realizes he's been unfair, and the movie's just like it's so wonderful, it's so beautiful, and so subtle about some of the beauty that it's conveying. Like that moment, like it's easy to just see. Oh yeah, he finds this book, and then he reads it, and then uh, he goes on an adventure. But it's like no, like he's he's crying after reading that book and you can tell like something has changed in him. And from that point on, he's very much in the, like the mission of, I need to save my mom, um, who he didn't consider his mom before that. That's right. That's right. It's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful. Um, maybe three times I cried in that movie. Um, yeah, I think so for me as well. Yeah. Uh, and I, to me, I find it a very fun uh, companion trilogy with Mononoke, The Wind Rises, this movie, mm-hmm. because it has the it has the feeling of finality, like The Wind Rises, and it has that very grounded first half, which makes me think of The Wind Rises, and especially because like it's during wartime. His father is a airplane engineer, uh, you know Miyazaki greatest hits you know you said it uh but the ending of the movie and everything falling into the i mean spirited away obviously but i i didn't have the same feeling at the end of spirited away that i did as mononoke and mononoke left me feeling a feeling that i that i've never really been able to describe but it was an intense sadness Mm without feeling despair yeah you know it wasn't a despairing sadness but it was just like a a heavy sadness you know and i feel like this movie made me feel the same at the end like it's a sadness for things like the for the ending of things and for the beginning of new things and it's that whole like well, it's it's nice that things are beginning, but it's sad that things are ending. It's that like contradiction of feeling. Yeah, that Mononoke makes me feel, and that this movie also makes me feel. So I feel like they are both important movies, and they're linked that way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is going to be the um, I implore you to give it another chance award. 
Mm. This is for Spider-Man Across the Mm -hmm. Spider-Verse. A film that I have now seen three times. And each time I rewatch it, it grows and grows in my esteem. Where it's tough to ever live up to Into the Spider-Verse. Maybe my favorite film of all time. Um, But it's close, if not there. Mm -hmm. Like, almost a tie for greatest animated movie ever made into the spider-verse across spider-verse like right neck and neck um i every time i watch it i'm a struck by the sound design the sound design some of the best sound design i've ever seen in a movie um and b i'm struck by the journey both gwen and miles go on that is i think harder to grasp the first time you see the movie um, because it's very flashy with the spider society bits. Um, but again, I think that's very important. Despite it having some like, you know, oh, here's Sony's Insomniac Spider-Man. Like here's uh, Aaron, um, or sorry, um, Donald Glover uh, as Aaron Lewis, um, as Uncle Aaron. You know, like there's a lot of that like little like Easter egg bullshit. But what I find most interesting about it is that the spider society sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone are just office drones. They're not special anymore. They're not, like, unique people like Spider-Man is supposed to be. And that's what I think Miles sees, and that's what Hobie sees <clears throat> as uh, Spider-Punk. And that's why it's, like, it. it's very easy for them to be like, no, this isn't what we want. Um, and then when there's the like the idea of you can't save everyone, you have to just let people die. And Miles is like, I don't agree with that. I believe that we should always try. Um, and that's like the true nature of Spider-Man. And um, like I, I have so many because Miles is also searching for uh, a place that uh, that feels like accepting of him throughout the whole movie. Um, and there's the really pivotal scene where he's talking with his mom and his mom says like, like, I, I know that you're going to do great things. Um, don't let anyone ever tell you, you don't belong somewhere. And, and I think that's like what, when he's basically told by Miguel that he's an anomaly and that he shouldn't have ever been Spider-Man and that kind of thing. That's like, he fights back to that where he's like, no, I am Spider-Man and I'm a better Spider-Man than you and I'm going to prove it. Um, and I think there's a lot of like, a lot of interesting things going on with the idea of, you know, the whole Spider-Man being a, uh, a destiny, right? Which I think like we've talked about before in terms of Spider-Man in many, our many, uh, Spider-Man, how's it going kind of, uh, segments that we've done Mm -hmm. over the years. But like the thing about Spider-Man that is always very important to me is that it is a chance encounter, right? It's a, it's not... It's not predestined that Peter Parker becomes Spider-Man. It's like, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He became Spider-Man. What's he going to do with that? And this whole Spider-Society presupposes that, actually, we're all destined to be Spider-Man in the multiverse. And Miles is like, well, I'm an anomaly that proves... That's the the thing that proves that's not a rule. I've become Spider-Man, and I'm not Peter Parker. Um, And... And I think that, yeah, like, Miguel's getting hung up on this idea that it's destiny and therefore they all have canon events, they all have to let someone close to them die, like, all this stuff that Miles is like, we can change, like, that aspect of ourselves. Um, And that's, 
that's really the crux of the movie and like i i understand the the frustration with it ending on a cliffhanger but i also feel like the character journey is what's important about that movie and not necessarily the plot and so i'm just excited for the plot in the in the third one because um it's just these these movies are so incredibly well done with so much heart and so much care um and uh i i I can't believe we've gotten two of these movies like Mm. it's so so awesome um so yeah i love it this is a movie that i think is going to improve in people's memories in a couple of years especially when a third film comes out um whether or not it's even good uh, I think that just the fact that there is a concrete ending is going to make this movie um, higher in people's estimation. I also think this film is a victim of its own uh, release date, um, where it is sandwiched in between these two uh, part ones that people were quite annoyed by. Was that uh, Dead Reckoning and Fast X? Yes. Was that, yeah. Yeah, uh, and at least Dead Reckoning was billed as part one going into it. Um, but, like, people got, like, there's a there's a whole, like, A, it had to deal with the fact that we're constantly inundated with Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. It had to deal with that we are growing uh, sick and tired of part ones. It had to yeah. deal with the fact that it is long and... Mm-hmm people are getting it's it's hard for for people to really hang on to that and finally the movie by its very nature is overwhelming Mm -hmm. and it is meant to be it's created to be overwhelming um and i think it's i think it's beautiful for that um but i i I agree with your uh choice of uh, award name uh, yeah. give this movie another chance maybe maybe not now maybe in a couple of months maybe when sure. maybe when you've uh when you've seen that there are no good movies coming out right now um <laughs> in like february yeah maybe uh maybe pop Tell this, this one, on. one on. make sure you have like like we got a uh our our lovely friends past and future guests uh nathan and joanna got us a uh sound bar for our tv mm-hmm. uh, for christmas and um listening to that was the 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 reason i rewatched it yesterday is because uh when we got home and i installed the soundbar i was like what do i want to test drive this baby on and i put on mm-hmm. across the spider verse and immediately i was just like making the stank face like ooh ooh, ooh it sounds so good oh, um yeah. and yeah so I, I i i absolutely implore folks who were maybe a little more disappointed by this movie or just like mid on it whatever um to give it another chance with the best possible sound the best possible visuals if you can like you know blu-ray 4k whatever um and just be taken away by the incredible artistry behind this movie um the animation's uh style of the different multiverses is like you know you remember a uh, uh, multiverse of madness remember how that was a thing yeah, I remember that. It has. Uh, maybe, I, I forgot to mention that it had that uh-huh. to deal with something that is not its fault, but multiverse the, the, the fatigue, multiverse fatigue. And yeah, brand fatigue. Yes, 
And that's why, like, again, like, I don't want to say too much more, but I think this this is a movie that does the multiverse right, where it's like, it's it's not just doing it for the sake of like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we saw characters from all the multiverses coming to get like brand synergy? Like, it's not doing it for that purpose, even though it can feel like that again in that like Spider Society scene. But it's doing it for a purpose of like Miles recognizing that he is still special. Despite there being an entire multiverse of other Spider-Men, he is still unique because he is Miles Morales. He's not Peter Parker or Peter Parked Car or, you know. Um, a very good joke. A great joke. Um, and it's, yeah, it's exploring this idea of um, there's so many different iterations of who you can be in the, in the multiverse if the, if the multiverse exists, right? But it's like, who do you want to be? And that's what he has to reckon with and he makes the decision of like i'm gonna do my own thing i'm gonna go and try and save my dad no matter what like why wouldn't i i'm not gonna let him mm-hmm. die um and i'm gonna stop this weird multiverse uh super villain the spot which is uh you know uh kind of gets forgotten a little bit in discussions of this movie but an incredible villain like right yes i think it also suffers from uh the movie suffers from uh, for me from jason Schwartzman. uh-huh who you don't um, like. No, a movie that, uh, like, uh, a performance that I would like a lot more if Asteroid City wasn't also the same year. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just, like, um, overloaded with his bullshit. And I'm just yeah. like, see, this is the spot. That's a good performance. <laughs> but now I see the artifice of everything you do. Yeah. And it's bad now. Uh-huh. So I just need to pretend that Asteroid Shitty didn't exist. There you go. Um... And then, yeah, I was going to say Multiverse of Madness. I remember uh, that being, like, un- like not delivering on its premise, where it's at, like... At all. <laughs> there's nothing, like, you just go to another universe briefly that's, like, plants, I guess, and green is go, and <laughs> or sorry, green is stop and red is go, and then it's like, oh, that's weird. Bye. And then he meets uh, Captain uh, Fantastic, and they all die, and then that's it. Like, it's just like... Don't call it Multiverse of Madness. It's a movie I don't think is that bad, but it's like it's hampered by that title because mm. it's, there's not really any madness, and it's not really in the multiverse. It's just he travels to one other universe briefly. Um, anyway, but I, I bring that up because like I think Spider Verse like uses the idea of a multiverse in an interesting way, not only uh, plot wise but also visually. Whereas you know Gwen's uh, universe is all pastels and like different animation styles obviously the vulture at the beginning is like renaissance vulture so he's like renaissance paint uh drawings come to life um uh, even when they go to mumbatton like that's like a different animation style different vibe um yeah there's just uh and and uh, they go to uh, nueva york as well which is um you know uh very um future uh i don't know the right word for it but like future bullshit whatever um i'm sure someone has a better word for it just with the design but yeah just like the design of each universe is act there's actually care put into it where uh it feels like a different universe even when he like spoilers for the movie like sorry you should watch it but when he arrives at the uh the basically the prowler universe at the end um you might not pick up on it on first watch but on second and third watch i'm like that's clearly a different universe like from the jump because it's all green like the like it doesn't look like his universe at all miles's universe so um i just love how much uh artistry is put into this movie and uh, as you can tell i could do a fucking 2 hours on this movie but i won't 
because we got to wrap this up. With your number one, what's your number one? My number one is going to take the award for the chain reaction that could destroy the Uh world, (laughs) Oppenheimer. I figured. I mean, it's a basic bro move, (laughs) but I love this movie. I love it. I think it's so good. Saw it twice in theaters. Really liked it both times. The first time I saw it, it was, again, like I have an experience with a lot of Nolan movies, just um, really overwhelming. Um, First time I saw it, I knew it was good. I saw it in IMAX. I knew it was good. I wasn't sure if that was... I wasn't sure if it was great because of the IMAX experience. I always think that adds an extra star just for the overwhelming factor. Um, So I saw it in a... um, in a more of a in a in a in a basic format to mm-hmm. really see what what holds and what comes through and yeah it's a capital G great movie masterpiece uh, yeah I love it I love how uh, how tight it is for a three hour movie how well constructed it is um, the performances are all just incredible the film feels really really well researched and. It's just a really great, great um, piece of populist entertainment, which is what Nolan's best at, you know? He turns this cerebral concept of this mathematician and uh, theoretical physicist uh, creating the world's most uh, horrible weapon into essentially a very loud chamber piece. Didn't think it would work. Yeah. The way it's set up. Honestly, didn't think it would work, um, but hell, the guy knows how to shoot a film. So what are we? What are we even doing? And I think uh, Downey Jr. gives a uh, career best performance, and um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably will win the Oscar. Yeah, I hope I he does. Honestly, I hope he does. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oppenheimer, a movie I really love, um, but uh, just uh, couldn't quite crack the top five for me. It's just a movie that I don't know what else to say about. Like it, it just it just hit it for me. Um, Might have been a part of it the way I saw it was with my dad, and mm-hmm. we saw it in IMAX together. And I mean, I've talked about this on mic. It's like the perfect movie for my dad, who is an engineer and uh, is approaching sixty, so he is legally obligated to be fascinated by World War Two. Um, yeah. And this is the part of World War II that holds the most interest for him because, well, the scientists, it's about the scientists, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think every move the, the film makes is the right one, down to not showing how the bomb works. Like, down, like, because that's not Oppenheimer's prerogative it, we show how it affects him because that's what the movie's about you know like we, we don't yeah. need to see that we really don't but and i'm I, I i think it's a mark of restraint and it's a great film so great i think it's um, gonna i think it's gonna win the oscars i think it's gonna win them all yeah i can see it i can see it uh, sweeping for sure um, At least director. I think it's Nolan's time. I yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah. Because like, uh, what are we talking when about it, here? When else? When else is he gonna do it? You know. Yeah. 
Like he had his he had a shot he had a fair shot with Inception, Interstellar, and Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a fair shot with those uh, with all three of those movies, and like, yeah. well, now he's given you the best of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. <clears throat> all right. Well, my number one. Yeah. Perhaps one you haven't seen yet. Maybe ever. Uh huh. Um, this is a film called Past Lives. See, this is a movie that I rented yesterday. I haven't watched it yet, but I ah, have it yeah. in my I have it in my rental queue. I was afraid that this was going to be a thing, <laughs> and I I chose to watch Maestro instead because it was I think it was shorter. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, this is a movie uh, for those that maybe haven't seen it or heard of it. Um, it's a, uh, it's basically, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a slow moving drama about two, um, friends whose lives have just kind of like interwoven throughout their lives. Um, and it's basically this idea that like, you know, these two clearly have a connection. They clearly are in love with each other in some way, whether it's romantic or not. And situations pull them apart like you know she moves to canada um and what who moves to canada (laughs) and you know and but they stay in touch well uh, you know at first they don't they they just kind of like drift away but then they like decide to reconnect when they're living at different ends of the of the world and they just have like long like zoom phone calls which like uh, it's the kind of thing where I never thought I'd say, like, I've enjoyed watching Zoom phone calls on screen. Um, but just the 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 connection between these two is so strong that it's just, like, you're watching it the whole time just thinking, like, you two should be together. Mm. <laughs> Why aren't you together? Um, and then, you know, there's, uh, there's a whole thing about how uh, she gets married to uh, someone else, of course. And then he comes to visit her and he meets her new husband. And he's like, just this nice warm guy that obviously like, she obviously is in love with this guy too. And it's this idea of like, you know, in a different world, maybe we would have been together, but like, it just, it didn't happen. And it's just this like beautiful kind of rumination on, on love and uh, what it means to be destined and uh, soulmates, you know, like that, that whole kind of concept. But done in such a beautiful caring way that um by the end of the movie it's this cath- like the the lead character has this cathartic moment that you feel as a viewer as well and it's just it's it's wonderful it's a it's a wonderful movie that i um uh i haven't stopped thinking about since it came out well i guess i better watch it while I have it rented. I think you should. Yeah. Um, it's also funny because I didn't realize this until watching Spider-Verse last night, but uh, Greta Lee, the lead in Past Lives, is the voice of um, the little uh, AI friend of Miguel's in Spider-Verse. Uh, so she's in my top two films of the year. <laughs> well, there you go. Good job, Greta. Yeah. But there well, you go. You know what? That's it. Perfect, perfect lists from yes. both of us. No joke yep, no answers. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> no notes. Um, we both nailed it, and uh, these are definitive. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, as you know, that's what our podcast is all about now. Lists. Mm-hmm. So smash that like and subscribe button. That's right. Um, yeah, I I feel like uh, there's still, like I said, there's still a bunch that I want to see this year. Um, yeah, there's so, so many if that'll, that don't get released until Christmas Day. top and this five will, yeah. Being recorded on December 22nd. I adjusted it all, but I think this is a pretty, for me, a pretty solid top five. It'd be hard-pressed for anything to top these, but I've been surprised before. I mean, who knows? Maybe Ferrari is perfect. It's possible, but I doubt it, it probably won't be for me. Yeah, I mean, it might be for me. Yeah. You know, I love Michael Mann. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm even a Miami Vice guy now. I think Miami Vice is fun. Yeah, I think it's really good. Yeah. It's sexy. Um, all right, well, I think we can wrap things up then. Okay, let's do it. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, find us on uh, Instagram at Bad Neighbors Pod, And you can email us at thehammockdistrictonthird at gmail.com. Numerical three. And... Uh, yeah, I uh, hope everyone has a safe and happy holidays. And we'll be yeah. back with the continuation of the list in the new year with number f- uh, 39. That's right, number 39. No hists. Oh, God. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no hists. No hists. No hists allowed. Oh, God. <laughs> what, what were you trying to say? Hints. Oh, no hints. <laughs> but you merged it with lists. Oh, who cares? Who cares? Uh, Who needs it? All right. Well, that's it. Thank you so much, everyone. And as always, bye. bye.